Good evening. Welcome to the Nightly Muse. I'm your host, Tanayashe. Music brought to you by Low Fly Productions. Late night. Trying to get these episodes done so I can get the countdown, the content out. Um, but I'm not going to lie, this is looking like a photo finish. <laughs> or at least a very late night on my part, which is kind of the norm. So. Had some fun, some good episodes the past couple nights. Stranger Things, Living Single. But I've got like four different ideas flowing through my mind right now, and so I'm going to try to get those done. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so I'm going to change the tone. I don't know if any of these next ideas are much fun, but they're personal. So let's do it. Talk about the P word. <laughs> Pornography. If uh, you're listening with kids or if this is your warning that I guess this isn't a, you know, NSFW, NSFW or whatever, because I'm talking about real stuff. <laughs> Mental censorship right there. Proud of myself. Um So I guess this is a little bit my testimony, a little bit my story with pornography and just a my best take at if you are a friend, uh, a brother, whoever, um, it can be a resource, a warning, a testimonial of God's grace and goodness, but just me bringing you into a part of my life that is real. Not that I haven't done that before, but continuing that process. And so full send, here we go. So I think I mentioned a lot of this, but we're, look, I'm going to repeat stuff. I mean, it's a, it's a solo pod and I'm, having to bank on my old brain for not repeating things and sometimes repeating things, you know, provide emphasis and let you know what's important. So we're going to do it. (laughs) Um, Kennedy's story, Tanayashe Kennedy Manika's story. Um, I am a very, I'd consider myself a curious person why was always why 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 was always a question that I asked because I wanted answers and this world is complex and if you're not asking questions I feel like you're not paying enough attention and so I asked questions about everything I deduced a lot of things I was always in my head I feel like I've always been a thinker that internal monologue or whatever i've i've always i've always just been in my head i've always lived there i was 
pretty sexually aware as a young kid. Not in a bad way. I just didn't think that girls had cooties. I thought they were beautiful creatures, creations of the Lord. And I deduced at a young age pretty easily that my parents love each other and I came from them. So I want that one day. Just simple deductive reasoning for a single digit year old because I don't remember how old I was. But I was pretty young. And I can easily see that the desire for marriage and fatherhood um, was, was there as long as I can remember. About as close to a lifelong desire as I've ever had. And I don't know what your theological stances are on Satan or the enemy or whatever, but I, I believe that they're, you know... What is it that the, this fight isn't against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities? And so the spiritual world that the I believe in all that stuff. And, you know, I believe that God has ultimate power, but it seems that, you know, the devil has limit power to a degree. And if narrow wide all of these things about choosing God or choosing elsewhere the enemy right like he doesn't fight fair and so i've seen how the line is so thin for me between marriage lifelong desire and glaring idol in my heart and in my life and on top of that kid who struggled with insecurity body image stuff to this day I went to Daytona last week and I laughed at myself because that was the first time in years that I had like taken off my shirt to <laughs> go into the beach because I just wouldn't do that previously because I was just so image conscious. And I was kind of proud of myself. My body hasn't changed. I've probably gotten bigger since the last time I did it, but I was proud of myself for being okay with myself enough to enjoy the beach. <laughs> Nobody was out here looking at me. There are bigger people in the world. And I consider myself proportionally thick. <laughs> but... It was a big step for me with a mixed group in terms of gender to be okay with myself, willing to enjoy myself, not worried about how I looked or how I felt, but just enjoying myself. And I did that. <laughs> Again, <laughs> most of the recap of Daytona will have to be a personal conversation, but back to the topic at hand my insecurities have been a part of my I mean it's just been a part of the story and being single my whole life you question everything why that question why 
it always comes back. And my struggle with pornography has probably been the biggest thing that makes me question or doubt my worthiness to be a husband or a father. My, that, that my struggle, one, like my, like the sanctity of my relationship with God, the, the difference, the, the linchpin, the, the deciding factor between God saying, well done, my good and faithful servant and well done, my good and faithful servant and depart from me from my, for, uh, depart from, depart from me for I never knew you. The thing that held those two in the balance was like my purity, my ability to abstain from pornography or not abstain. And so, like I said, the devil doesn't fight fair. It, it doesn't surprise me that the the thing that I struggle with the most is the very thing that makes me question some of, I mean, the, the two things in my life that I've always desired, marriage and children. Family, fatherhood. And so that is how I'm going to open this episode is by sharing. This is just me being real. I wasn't looking for anything good when I stumbled upon porn. But I wasn't looking for what I found. If that makes sense. I was curious. I have sisters that are 10 and 7 years older than me, which makes for generational, not generational gaps, but kind of. I mean, we pop culture, media, intake, sisters, you know, they can watch that 70s show and I probably shouldn't watch it with them because if one is 12, I'm two, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> um But I was around seven or eight, so seventeen, seven, and fourteen. It's kind of the the age range there between my two sisters and I, and so wasn't looking for anything good. It's funny I laugh about it now. Was, again, wasn't looking for anything good, but you know, you you every show, every PG show, whatever romance things getting hot and steamy and there's always you know up until a point or else you know the ratings change obviously and so even if it's insinuating you know innuendo implications right my my sisters being the good sisters that they were close your eyes kennedy and and of course the curiosity in my brain is well what's what am i closing my eyes for what's what's the thing i'm not supposed to be able to see that that's forcing me to have to not enjoy the show with my sisters and or the sh- or the movie with my family or the show with my parents whatever it was right there was this curiosity and <laughs> so I look for that and I found porn you know back in the day with the pop-ups and <laughs> looking up stuff you shouldn't look up the computer goes crazy and all of a sudden all of these pop-up ads are showing up and there I was, seven or eight, around that age. 
my whole world. I guess sexually, like blowing wide open at an age where I was not ready for it. And it was things I wasn't supposed to see. But it was the answer to what I was looking for, but something that I just had no business seeing. And it changed me. I'm not a scientist in the sense of, I mean, we're all scientists, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like heavy in the research or anything, but I know it changes you, your brain chemistry and how you you view your wirings, all of that. Home, Like there's a lot of things that changes as a result of pornography, but it was it was like an answer to a question, except I didn't really know what I was doing. And I inherently knew it was wrong because it was the thing that my sisters was telling me, like I was being defiant, right? It's the thing that family's telling you to, to stay away from for good reason. But curiosity, right? It kills. <laughs> what is it? Curiosity killed the cat. And it stole my innocence. And um, for better or worse, parents never really had the like birds and the bees talk in Christian culture. You just kind of learn that the S word sex, sex, it's bad, right? And so stay away from it. And the, the point is, right, you know, in our faith, and if you don't ascribe to this religion or Christianity, um, the 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 implication, right? It's it, what we believe: sex is a good thing. It's created by God, but with it, without of the outside of its intended context, marriage, the marriage bed, it's wrong. And it's it's toxic and it's it's harmful and it's dangerous. Um, and so obviously, I mean, I, I your parents do the best that they can, and I and the church does the best that it can. We're all flawed people, but for a kid with a lot of questions. It was an interesting life <laughs> growing up, um, not necessarily with my family, but just because sometimes you just ask questions that you're not ready for. You ask questions and sometimes you're just not ready for the answer. And I got the answer way earlier than I should have. And um, in a way that I shouldn't have obtained it, it was the wrong answer. An answer. I'm I'm trying to say, I bit off more than I can chew. Too much dip on your chip, and I. <laughs> my world was just. Man, I'm I'm. <laughs> so, high middle school was really the first time that I had the, sex is bad talk at my school, and they show you all the pictures of the, STDs and gonorrhea and all that stuff and you're you're learning that sex is bad and and you're learning about pornography and that's kind of putting a name to what I was doing I didn't realize that what I was doing was that and now I'm immediately learning 
in like sixth, seventh grade, how just how sinful my sin was. And so now enter shame. Well, that looks like a pretty good stopping point. If you've gotten this far, you will realize that there was no episode posted yesterday. I missed the 24-hour window for the first time in the Nightly Muse history, and I am ticked. <laughs> um, as you all know, I was I was trying to get this this I was trying to get everything done, and I was exhausted, too exhausted to um, <laughs> to edit, go to sleep, and then wake up early the next day, um, and so. I fumbled the bag. Exciting news, though. Um, part of the reason I wasn't able to do it during the day today was because um, we were tracking the third project for um, the band that I'm a part of with my church. It's called You, Me, and the Bread. Um, bread being bread of life. <laughs> and Jesus, yes, always a safe answer in church, as the great Michael Flake says. Um, we tracking which today was a pretty much all-day endeavor and I didn't have great Wi-Fi connection to be able to get some of the stuff staged so that I would have been able to kind of like do a quick upload and it would have been super unedited and it just wouldn't have been possible <laughs> um, and and I, I just couldn't make it happen so deepest apologies for my part um, but this is going to be a two-part episode. Um, I will be picking up, um, starting the podcast, really going deep into the effects that the pornography has had on me, um, in my life. Um, I think I did a good job of, of, a, of an intro to how I encountered it for the first time. And yeah, um, if, if, by God's grace, you haven't. Stay away. <laughs> um, for the curious people like me now and me when I was younger, if this is any answer, the stuff that I saw were a cheap, manipulated, completely abusive version of the beauty of what God has created sex to actually be. And it's not worth it. So happy to be a resource, happy to be an accountability partner to whoever needs it. I'm happy to be somebody to walk alongside. And if you or your friend or your child needs that, I'm happy to be that resource. Um, if you know me um, or don't know me and want to know me, this is, I guess, my invitation. I don't know. But um, yeah, three minutes too long now. I've added time to this episode clearly, but part two will be airing tomorrow. I'm about to start editing that right now because I'm a glutton for not sleeping, apparently. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. And hopefully I won't be missing days again, but if I do expect a apology at the beginning or end of the episode <laughs> for whatever um it's worth peace shout out low fly <laughs>
give this podcast five stars while you're at it.